Its antennas are so long it can reach the International Space Station. <laughs> What's up, party people? My name is Carly. And my name is Ray. And you're listening to Coffee and Cream. everyone and welcome back to the fourth episode of the second season of Coffee and Cream. Thank you for coming back yet again. We are glad that you are here with us today, tonight, this morning, whenever you're listening, it doesn't matter. Uh, before we get into today's bruising topic, do you have anything to say, Ray? I do, and you know I do. <laughs> Sorry. Hello everybody and welcome to Coffee and Cream, the podcast about the college and young adult life experience through the lens <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> Welcome to Coffee and Cream, the podcast about the college and young adult life experiences through the lenses of two people, you know, living it. My name's Ray, also known as Cream, and I'm so glad that you've decided to let Coffee and Cream grace your ears for a fourth time this season. Yes. Oh, wait. Yeah. I'm Carly, but I'm also Coffee. Okay. Carly, do you have anything to brew? Okay. Uh, no, not really, but we went to Walmart today. And as you guys know, we love Walmart. Also, right. wait, I lied. I have two things. Okay. We finished our first full week of classes, which was great. Mm-hmm. Which was great. Um, my schedule is nice, but also some professors, they do that little thing where they take syllabus week with a grain of salt, and they're like syllabus for five minutes, and then they actually start teaching. And I can't handle that, personally. I have some teachers who don't even, like, pull up the syllabus on the PowerPoint or, like, the projector. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you know where the syllabus is. Read it in your own time. And he'll start, like, presenting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't really like that. I need to know your attendance policy, and I need you to say it to me directly because <laughs> I don't want to read the syllabus. That's so real. Um, read your syllabus, or read your syllabi, rather. Yes. Um, yes. That's important, though. But... All of the classes, they're off to a great start. Great start. That's so good. Your turn. It starts off so slow, though. It does. I, I don't, don't like that. Like it. I've been sitting in my room a whole lot. The free time I have is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'm not asking for you to give me homework. Right. But... Give me something. Give me something. Anything. <laughs> anything. Okay, so, for my brew, I bought a new computer. My old one, it just... Okay, so I was having problems with it earlier in this month. I took it to, like, the place we have on campus to get it fixed. And they fixed it, and it worked well for a while. But then one day, it just simply stopped working. And it did. Truly. And, um, I, that is annoying. So I bought a new one. Mind you, this was a spontaneous trip. Right, so. To the closest Best Buy. So if anybody ever says I'm not spontaneous, they're lying. He was spontaneous because he texted me and said, I'm going to buy a new one. And I said, perfect, car in five minutes. And he said, yeah, sure. So. Yeah, it was a big boy purchase. It was. I'm sure I'll be hurting the money that I spent. I'm sure that'll, like, actually register in my mind later on, you know? Yeah, it will, maybe. Okay, so, much like Carly, I don't have much in terms of a brew, but I do have Starbucks drink suggestion. Yes. Which is a shaken espresso with oat milk, uh, cinnamon on top. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What was that? A shaken espresso with oat. Espresso. Okay, I'm just making sure there's no X in there. I know we had that problem last last season. <laughs> Bullying me. Well, I'm just making sure that you're not wrong. Okay, shaken espresso with oat milk, cinnamon on top, and one pump of white mocha. It tastes best in a grande. I guess if you get in like a venti or something, get two pumps of white mocha. It's good, I would good. assume. 
agree. Uh, but our question of the week is, what is your biggest irrational fear? And it doesn't have to pertain to college, because I know we're about to talk about that in a second, but, like, um, in life. I think mine is just getting kidnapped. It's always been getting nabbed. <laughs> I just don't... That doesn't sit well with me. And it shouldn't... It shouldn't yeah. have to. <laughs> no, and it, and it doesn't. If I go to the mall, I park in the parking garage. If I'm alone, which that rarely happens, or even if I'm with somebody, I just get scared of somebody walking up behind me and yonking me. Yonking you. Yeah. Yoinking me, if you will. Yeah, and I have to. Yeah. Or... You remember that time? I think we were both in high school at this time. But mm-hmm. people would, like, hide under cars and slash your, like, Achilles tendon or whatever. Oh, my goodness. And then take you? No, I'm still scared of that. Or someone being in the back of my car when I get into that's it. That's terrifying. Yeah, I always check my windows because that's, that's something you have to do this day and age. But what if they choke me out, I pass out, and then I wake up in some random place, and I'm just scared. Uh, yeah, and that's certainly a possibility. <laughs> it is, and I'm and terrified it's sad of it. that it is a possibility. I, You mentioned the um, the people hiding underneath cars, mm-hmm. cutting into Achilles tendons. I am terrified of that, even though I'm 6'3", a very large man. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it would hurt. Not the fact that I'm about to get kidnapped. I know that it would hurt very badly. Yeah. And it would probably cause some irreversible damage. And it would. But no one can... Okay, wait. Somebody probably can, but I highly doubt somebody would hide under your car. There's not a lot of space down there. Mm-mm. But my car... Right. It's a little higher off the ground. Truly. And not even that. People, you know, like, have you heard about the people leaving dollar bills laced with something on them? Yeah. In, like, parking lots? Yeah. Or, like, people... Or, like, the groups marking your cars, like, single female here or yeah. something, no security system or whatever. Mm-hmm. Marking your car, marking your house, that is terrifying. I can yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Or the thing, you remember when AirTags first came out and you get a random notification like there's an AirTag moving with you, mm-hmm. but you don't own an AirTag? No, right. I'm done. Sorry, <laughs> I have to go. Mm-mm. Immediately I'm leaving. That's crazy. If somebody tried to track you with an AirTag, that's even crazier. Yeah. I fear. Yeah. Um. Okay, my irrational fear is that <laughs> that I have to be like always put together in public because people are consistently looking at me which is not the nobody cares here nobody cares i think i think that actually has like a name i can't recall at this time uh i'm sure it does yeah but nobody's looking at me and i'm just overreacting in like walking places in places in class nobody cares no (laughs) that's my rational fear well i'm glad i knew that (laughs) um (laughs) why would why would you say that (laughs) Because I didn't know that before. I feel like we've never talked about our irrational fears. We have to do that more often. <laughs> oh, I'll, <we> <laughs> I'll put something on my calendar. Oh, perfect, perfect. <laughs> All right. Okay, now that we're done with that, we're going to talk about the actual topic, which is fears. Not our everyday fears, because we just kind of did that, but some fears that we had or common fears that we hear about when somebody is first starting college. Ray, what fears did you have? Okay, so this fear permeates quite literally every other aspect of my life but it's specific for college. I had a general fear of just being unsuccessful in college, after college. And unsuccessful, I mean, like, I don't have a clear set definition of what successful means in my mind, or, well, I do, I'm not going to say it right now, because it's skewed, I think. It is. Um, not too much. <laughs> Sorry, I respect you. But I, I feel like other people also have this fear of being unsuccessful in 
their colleges just because, I don't know, college as a whole seems daunting. Especially yeah. the way people hype it up, um, which yeah. I'll talk about later. But I had I was so scared. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to amount to anything here. Oh, <laughs> I know it's terrible, but, you know, I four years later, and not even four years, I mean, I started making... <laughs> started making moves my like first week here so i think making moves meaning what like involving myself in things and trying to ensure that i would be successful and get uh as much as i can out of these four years okay okay um yeah uh another general thing i've heard of coming into college which also applies to me was being scared of not fitting in or being unable to find your like group or your community your right. click or whatever, but clicks clicks do travel from high school to college. You'd mm-hmm. be surprised. You would be. Um, and finally, I was... <laughs> now, this is irrational. And if my freshman year roommate is listening to me <laughs> or listening to this podcast, hello. And I know you're cool now, so don't worry about it. Um, but <laughs> for me personally, I was terrified that my roommate was going to be insane and was going to strangle me in my sleep. <laughs> Ray. And you know how some people are just worried about living that close with somebody else just because you may not mesh? Yeah. I was scared he was a psychopath. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope. That's... <laughs> Update. He, he wasn't. <laughs> That's he wasn't. good. Yeah. Jeez. I was also scared. What about scared. you? <laughs> I was scared of having a roommate because I've never shared a room. Mm-hmm. Not that I remember. I think me and Benji shared a room at one point, but I don't remember that. I was just scared that it wasn't going to work out. Plot twist, it didn't. Mm. So, that yeah. was... That was fun. Your fear coming alive. Quite literally. Because yeah. I was I was miserable, God. If you're <laughs> listening to this, stop listening to it. Oh. <laughs> one thing I won't need is your support. Um, anyways, that was awful. My fear came true. But, you but grew- I'm sure yours won't. Truly. <laughs> <laughs> Carly said, I hated it. It was the worst time of my life. But I'm sure it'll be great for you. Yeah, but my second roommate, (laughs) let me tell you about my second roommate. We were friends before she moved in. She was so cool. She was so cool. Truly, and you may have to have a trial run at first. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Right, right, right. Um. (laughs) But she was, God, she was fun. We would stay up and just talk at night, which Mm -hmm. was great. Like, it was so fun. It was like an every night sleepover. And Truly. then all of our friends were like, her friend group, I was also friends with, so they, I would come home at any given point, and at least one of our other friends was there. And I was like, wow, it's like a constant party. Uh, not actually. There was no party. It was just, we were just hanging out. It was a kickback. Yes. There's a clear line. And there is. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, it was just nice always having someone to talk to. And now that I live in my own room without a roommate, I get lonely. Truly. I know I know. I talk about this later, but I feel like me and my freshman year roommate, we weren't close, close. I wouldn't even go as far to say we were friends. We were just roommates, but we were friendly and we got along. Mm-hmm. It wasn't awkward or anything. It's just that we didn't actually, like, talk to each other socially. I came back, I was like, hi, how was your day? Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But, yeah. That's fair. We, talk- we talked all the time. I love her. Mm-hmm. I do hope that she is well. Hello, old um, roommate. Hope you're well. Not the first one, the second one. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, leaving home and being not far away, but, like, a little, a little further away than I'm used to. I'm yeah. only two hours. But, like, 
Some people do live across the country. Yeah, but it's just... It's a little spooky. Yeah, it's definitely nothing. Especially a freshman. I live Uh -uh. about an hour and a half away, and I was still terrified. Don't tell anybody I said that, but, like... (laughs) Yeah, it's just scary to leave essentially the only life you've ever known and start a new one as an adult. One that actually matters. Wow, and I'm getting scared all over again. Did I ever tell you that story? No. About when, after my parents left, like, my first day on this campus, living here. I never told you that? I don't, I don't, probably. Yeah, I probably did. I'll tell the podcast. Anyways, I, so my parents, I've always been close with my family, just growing up, because that's the way we do things. Uh, But when I got here, it was my first time ever, ever being away from them. Like, I, like I mentioned in previous episodes, I didn't stay the night at other people's house growing up. So this was, like, the first time I was sleeping in a different bed that wasn't a family member's bed or, like, a cousin, etc. Anyways, the fear I felt in that moment after the door closed and they left, I I, I never want to feel it again. I I know that may seem dramatic, and I feel like it's it's definitely a a moment that a lot of people have to have because you grow from that moment. You realize, well, I'm, I'm on my own, but I have to learn to live with that, which is an important step in anybody's life journey. But I was, I was terrified. I was, <laughs> that's that, valid. Also, don't tell nobody about that because that's not a good look for me. <laughs> tell us whole podcast. Okay. <laughs> um, I think. Okay, I had a little bit of practice because I worked at the summer camp and we stayed at the summer camp, obviously. And that was. One. All right, Ray's computer died. So. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> don't be sorry. Be better. You're so right. So we're talking about. Let me find my spot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know if it's. I see people and I don't want to make friends, or I'm like, I don't need more friends, but I do this thing where I make mm, up to ten friends, five to ten friends, and I'm like, I'm good with having three of them that are really close to me, and the other ones that I just see occasionally that I'm not always with, but when the people that I'm always with are doing something else, then I can also hang out with them. It's like an inner circle and an outer circle. Yes, and that's how I like it. So I don't know if I'm just... Uh, anyways, that's not the point. I had a fear of not being able to make friends. Obviously, it wasn't an issue because I had friends. I was also afraid of hard classes. And if the classes weren't hard, scary, I put spooky in here, but scary or harsh professors. Which, Ooh. I <laughs> you're done. I don't know how I got this fear. Probably from movies. But I have never had a professor that they laid out the laws from their syllabus, and I was like, ooh, scary, you know what I mean? (laughs) Ooh. Yeah, I also had a friend that was in college while I was, I think I was a sophomore or a junior, and they were like, yeah, you can fail the whole class if you miss three classes, and I was like, no. Because that's just, I don't know why that scared my young mind, but it did. That, That is quite daunting. It is, but it's not really... It's not an issue. Really? It's really not. Also, as long as you have... If you're not showing up to class, you're obviously going to fail. If you have excused yeah. absences and, like, a reason for not being there, either you're on a sick bed or, like, family emergency or whatever, your professors will work with you. Exactly. It's They're, not It's not that deep. I was also scared of, like, not being able to keep up with the A-day, B-day type of schedule. Uh, you, you wait, you, you didn't flip? have that in high school? No. Oh, we did. We had the same seven classes every day. Lord have mercy. Yeah, it was awful. 
Wait, did y'all have, like, different types? Did you have, like, semester one during the fall and semester two in the spring? No. Okay, good. My school had the same classes throughout the whole year, but other schools in the district, they have semesters. My school does that now, so you can take eight classes a year. Mm-hmm. You do four classes. They do a block schedule, so you do four classes semester one and then four semester two. But when I was there, it was year-long classes. You had the class every day. And it was seven classes a day. That's a lot I, of classes. Yeah, I liked it, though. It was nice. There were 50-minute classes, so it wasn't really that bad. Yeah. It was actually really awful now that I'm thinking about it. Mm, I couldn't imagine. Imagine seven classes one day here, 50-minute. No, thank you. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to there. Um, anyways, <laughs> please. Transition. So, yeah. So we had fears, but we clearly got over them because, well... We're here, sitting in a college dorm, still taking classes. Under my bed, recording a podcast. (laughs) Under her bed, recording a podcast. Uh, But Carly, how did you overcome those fears? For leaving home, I made sure to call my parents from time to time. I'm going to be honest, I still forget. Now that I'm here and I'm well-adjusted and I have friends and a routine and stuff to do, I do forget to call home sometimes. Sorry, Mom. Sorry, Dad. (laughs) I'll be better but I probably won't be. All right. (laughs) But freshman year, I think there was a point where I was probably calling my parents every day in some kind of a panic because I didn't know what I was doing with my life. But I'm also a first-gen student, so a lot of the times that I was like, I don't know what I'm doing here, they'd be like, well, you got to call the school. And I was like, you're right. You know what I'm talking about? Like, the insurance thing, our school offers insurance, Mm -hmm. but you have to waive it if you have your own. And I have my own insurance. But it got denied because I didn't put something in right. And so I had to call the school. It was a really, it was a really hard time for yeah, me. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think first year panics, however small they may seem, mm-hmm. like looking back now, are valid. And our families, I, well, I know for mine, and I know probably for yours, they like hearing from us. They're they like, do. oh my goodness, my child needs me again. Because they're also going through a like, very hard time. A hard time in regards to their kid not being in their house and them missing a big chunk of purpose from their life. Yeah, especially because me and Ray are both the youngest Mm -hmm. in our families, so I feel like us leaving was really hard for our parents because now they're just empty nesters. Yeah, I mean, we still go home. It's not like we're completely out of the house. Yeah, I still live there sometimes. Me too, occasionally or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, from time to time. Um... Making friends is also really easy. Not too sure why I was scared, because you are able to be the person that you want to be when you get to college. Um, Just make sure it's at least a half-decent person, otherwise you get a bad name and that's not good. Um, The first few weeks, everybody is out playing games in common spaces, especially in first-year buildings. Mm -hmm. They have their Snapchats, Instagrams. The group chats. Oh, Yeah, they have all that stuff on their door. (laughs) Just add random people that you think are cool, specifically people on your hall. That's a good idea. And when you get to classes, I do this to this day. I'm sitting in my communications class. I see some girl walk in. I said, hey, I like your shorts. And she said, thanks. I said, this is my Snapchat. Let's make a group chat. It's really nice having buddies in classes. It is. And you need to do that. Um, (laughs) So now now my communications class, there's a group chat with like five of us in there. Period. Because I told some chick I like her shorts. I did like her shorts. And I hope that she's listening. Alyssa, I hope that you are well. Truly hope you're doing the best, Alyssa. Yes. And give me the shorts, is what I was getting at when I said I like yours. But, whatever. (laughs) In the middle of communications class, of course. (laughs) No, wash them, dry them, fold them, 
put on different clothes, bring them back to me on my Deliver bed. them, personally. Yes. yes. Um, okay, anyways, there are people out and about. Go meet people. You can be shy, just don't be too shy, you know? Also, if someone has their door open, maybe don't just walk in. Yeah. Maybe see if their room looks trustworthy. Um, and they look in. trustworthy. Okay, yeah, maybe make sure they look trustworthy as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as for classes... They are so much easier if you simply show up. <laughs> Most professors will also help you as long as you show up and try. And professors have office hours. Go to office hours. Maybe you don't need help. Pretend that you do. Also, they love that. Yeah, and if office hours aren't your jam, your school will probably have like a tutoring service. Go to Multiple. that. I'm sure that your school has people that will proofread a paper, that will look at your math homework. And most... Um, departments have tutors. Look at the syllabus. There's a freaking tutor for it. And these people are paid to do that. So take advantage because you're paying them one way or another. Yes, Mm. and you are. Um, Don't be embarrassed if you need help. Nobody actually cares. I'm going to be honest with you. Nobody, no one cares that you're going to tutoring. Right. And you mentioned most professors will, like, try to help you if you show signs of effort. Mm -hmm. As long as you, like, put forth initiative and, like, you're paying attention to class, you're not on your phone, you're showing up to class, your professors will recognize your hard work and they will be more willing to help. Especially at the end of the semester, say you have a 89.94. Could be an A. I'm not saying to depend on that all the time. I'm just saying most professors, if they a see... A lot of them? Yeah, if you put in the hard work, you will reap the benefits. So. Yeah, if you have any form of a relationship with them, and I'm not meaning you go tell them all of your life traumas, but if you go to their office hours a few times, I'm sure they would be willing to help you get that A that you so desperately need. My English professor, fall of last year, mm-hmm. I was I was like, look, I promise I am better than this. This paper, it's not good. Let me redo it. I swear it's an A paper. I did it. It was an A paper. She graded it harsh because I turned it in late. But that's not the point. <laughs> I told her in that same day... I said, this semester I'm going to fail calculus, and it's a four-credit class. It's going to tank my GPA, and I need to have an A in this class and all of my other classes. I said, I'm not worried about the other two, but I'm worried about this one because I don't always write great papers. At the end of the semester, I had an 89 point whatever the heck. She rounds it up to an A mm. minus, but it doesn't matter. A regardless. Yes. And maybe I failed calculus. I did. (laughs) Okay, but my GPA did not go below the minimum that is required to stay here on this lovely campus. And we are so glad that it didn't. Exactly. Anyways, be nice to your professors. Ask them for help. I promise they will do what they can to make sure you are successful because more often than not, not, they also care about you. Okay, so for my, like, remedies to the fears... I, for the unsuccessful one, I'm still dealing with that. I feel like that's a thing that'll carry with me till the end of my life. But anyways, at some point I truly did just have to get a grip and realize that I don't have to have everything figured out right now. There will come a time where I do need to have things figured out, but that time is not now. So I need to live in the present and stop worrying so much. I I think it's also important to realize that we are still young. We are still, like, learning to grow. Even though people view us as adults now, we're still... We're still not there, I would say. We're <laughs> still young. Yeah, there's there's a lot of experience we haven't ex- experienced yet. 
Yeah. That's facts. Yeah. So, um, take what life throws at you and keep moving. Period. Uh, for <laughs> not uh, like being unable to find your community or your people or your peers, I think it is so important to put yourself out there. And <laughs> I was shy. I, I was a shy kid, believe it or not. But I had to put myself out there and find the place where I wanted to fit in with the people that I liked, with the people who shared the same interests with me. Because uh, I feel like you can make your experience and not even in just college, in a workplace, in life general, life in general, you can make your experience really, really bad if you don't feel like you belong there and you don't feel like you have people there who have your back. So go up and talk to people for real. You see people sitting in the cafe like, hey, can I eat with you? It's weird. It's awkward. But you can make a lot of good friends that way. Did so. you do that? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I wish I did. I, um, I was in like a program where I met friends and like uh, through that program I met other friends, mutual friends, etc. And it kind of just took off from there. But I wish I had taken a little bit more initiative to meet other people that, you know, I'd also could be friends with, you know? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, finally, if you think that your roommate is a homicidal maniac, specifically, <laughs> or if you're just nervous about having a roommate, realize that you only have to be their roommate. You do not have to love them. You don't. Truly. You don't um, have to be friends with them at all, really. You don't have to be best friends forever. All you have to do is live with each other. So, learn to live with each other, and you're set, honestly. And you are. Mm-hmm. Or, and get this, get a new roommate. All of our fears, and your fears, are valid when you're coming into college. Some of them are a little irrational, like the... the like the what? Homicidal roommate. But... Anyways, we're going to talk about more irrational fears. Okay, so I know I put, like, a common fear up at the top was, like, not fitting in. But that's irrational. And I, I'm not trying to diminish your feelings right now. If you're going through this, you're scared, <laughs> right. you're alone. And, you have and every, that's, that's valid. You it's have valid. every right to be. You but you... <laughs> college is the perfect melting pot to find things that you've never been exposed to. So say you didn't even find a group in high school. You can probably find someone who at least shares a single interest with you. Or you in can college. find a club. Or a club. Or like mm-hmm. just like a friend group. I mean, you can find someone. I truly do believe there's something for everybody out there. Yeah. And I know that sounds cliche and you probably don't want to hear that and you're probably like, I'm alone. <laughs> and get this, you can get a job, expect not to like any of your coworkers, meet your best friend through that job. And start recording a podcast with them. That's what me and Ray did. Truly. We were the most unlikely pair mm-hmm. out of the group of eight coworkers that we had. Okay? Right. But here we are recording a podcast. You will find your friends. Trust. Truly. Just just give it a second. Let it marinate. <laughs> Let it marinate. <laughs> um, okay. Another, <laughs> another rational fear is I think also TV and movie and like media sensationalizes this. But, like, being bullied by the seniors or being bullied by the upperclassmen, if you're a freshman, uh, I mean, like, (laughs) and I mean this in the most uplifting way possible. People here don't care. No. (laughs) They don't, they don't care about you. And I know that's probably jarring to hear for the first time, but they have so much other things, so many other things going on in their lives that they don't have the time to think about you, truly. Yeah, and they're, the... (laughs) Yik Yak will be like, these freshmen are crazy. 
That's, yeah, they say that every year. It's not that deep, and people are just dramatic. Truly, and I think, I truly do believe that some seniors are bitter. I'm yeah. just going to say that. You're mad because you're old. Get over it. Right. Oh, is it my turn? Mm. No, it's not. Oh. Oh, my goodness. I have something else. Okay, so. Doesn't follow out line. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't one of my fears that I listed earlier, but also... If you recall, like, your last year of high school or, like, through your high school career, they're like, when you get to college, that won't fly. And let me chill. Let me tell you, this is an airfield because <laughs> everything flies. Yes. I, I think that your professors, the professors I've had are some, like, most down-to-earth, chill people I've ever met. Yeah, they don't stand for, like, people acting crazy in their class or anything. But also, they're cool people, and they're not yeah. scary, and they're not, like hard you know no and when ray says anything fly pigs fly on this campus okay pigs fly. everything flies they don't right. they don't care they want you to be successful don't get me wrong but a lot of professors if they don't have an attendance policy they do not care if you show up or not truly some of them will make attendance like extra credit go to class go to class right. if you you get a tenured professor that i mean their job isn't in danger no matter what they do unless they do something illegal then, yeah, I mean, they, they don't care about a lot. I don't know if it's that. No, they don't. But they do want you to be successful, and they do care about you as an individual. I promise you, they're not going to set you up to fail. Right. It's just, it's not going to happen. What I'm going to get is our, our high school teachers gaslighted us, and we shouldn't stand for that. Yes, and they did. We, we shouldn't should, have to. We should talk to them. Truly. I'll call mine. I'll email mine. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, for one of my irrational fears, or one that I'm talking about, I don't think I really had this one, but getting lost on campus, I get it. Maybe you have a big campus. Maybe you go to, like, the, the state school mm -hmm. or whatever, but your phone has a Maps app. It came with it. Truly. Okay. Or, and hear me out on this one, walk up to somebody that looks like they've been at school for a bit and ask them where the building is. They're not going to bully you. They don't care. They're trying to get to class just the same as you are. I've had people ask me, oh, where is the, this building? And it happens to be a building I'm going to. I'll walk with you there. Right. I remember being a freshman. I remember being scared. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, boo, when you <laughs> ask me a question. <laughs> and I'm like, come on now. You're like, boo. And they're like, ah. Yeah. That and... I'm going to be honest, you can you can pick out who the freshmen are on the first couple of days of classes, because they just look lost. Don't yeah. walk up to, to someone that looks like that. Truly. Walk if up they, to someone that looks seasoned. If they look happy to be here and they have a lanyard around their neck, they're well, freshmen. Yeah, don't, um, yeah, don't ask them. Ask someone that looks dead on the inside Truly. and the outside. Uh, also, we will tell you where to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know how it is for other schools, but you know how... During orientation, you get, like, or, I don't know, during move-in, you get, like, a map or something. Mm hmm A map of your campus. So, if you're really worried about it, I would advise you looking into, like, where you could get a map of your campus, because that's also helpful. Yeah. Like, one that lists the building names, and, like, they're numbered by building names. I don't know, but... Yeah. Get a map of your campus. <laughs> a lot of people also do, like, a dry run. So, this Saturday or Sunday before classes start... Walk to all of your buildings. Mm -hmm. Know where you're going. Also, a uh, I would say during the week before, if you get there that early, a lot of them are open, so you could, like, go and find your specific classroom. Yeah. 
Just make sure that you know kind of where you're going. If you don't want to do that, get a map. Take a picture of the map. Don't walk around with the map. Yeah, that's that's not a good look. No, it's not. I have a funny story. <laughs> right? So, don't tell me you walked around with the map. No, no, no. Okay. It's, uh, so you know I've been here for four years, right? Mm-hmm. I walked into my first class Monday morning of last week. Yeah. I had no idea where the room was. <laughs> I've been in the room before. I was like, where is it? That's crazy. <laughs> and I ran into the professor, and I've had the guy before, so I was like, I have no idea where your room is, so I'm going to follow you. So he started walking in a direction. He also didn't know where the room was. That is insane. So tr- find your classrooms is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Also, if you have to ask for help, nobody cares. Nobody cares. It literally <laughs> doesn't matter. If I had a class in one specific building... I wouldn't know where the building is at. I would have to ask our friend who has classes in that building every semester. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how to get there. Right. I get lost, too. It happens to all of us. Um, anyways, hold on. I lost my spine. Okay, failing a class. I was terrified of this until I did it. And I did do it. And the world didn't end. I wasn't kicked out. I wasn't put on probation. And my GPA was still decent after I failed the class. Right. Most colleges, you can do a grade replacement, which is essentially you take the exact same course, get a different professor. Yep. If yeah. you didn't get it with the one professor the first time you took it, you're not going to get it with that same professor if you take it a second time. It's not going to happen. Find a different one. Talk to friends that have taken that class. See who they had. Whatever you need to do, get a different professor. The second time I took it, I got a B plus. And my GPA is right back to where it needed to be. Period. It's not, it's really not that deep if you fail a class, I'm going to be honest with you. If there's one thing I've learned from the college experience is that you have to take punches and keep going. Yeah, and you do. (laughs) Right. And you do. I just, uh, I can't believe I was scared of that. I would literally call my mom freaking out. I'm going to fail a class. I remember the first time, you know how they do like fifth week grades released? Yeah. And like, if you're, if you have a C in class, they'll email you and they'll be like, it looks like you're not doing too well. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah. I remember I, I, when I first got my like first email because I had a C in a class. Okay, let me let me explain this. Usually, before fifth week grades are released, you have a big exam, your big first exam, and yeah. a lot of professors don't have any other grades in the grade book. So say you tank that first exam, you have an F. <laughs> you have an F in a class. Yeah. That's not a reflection of how you're actually doing in the class. It's just a reflection of how you're doing in the class at that moment. Yeah, so. and you can you can bring it back up pretty easy, easily. Yeah. It's um, not the end of the world. <laughs> it's not. Even if you do fail a class, do the grade replacement, or maybe don't, and just move on. You will be fine mm-hmm. as long as you only fail the one and not every class you take. In that case, pack your things and get out. Because you yes. won't be returning next semester. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was also terrified of losing my room key. I don't know why. I'm pretty responsible. It was always in my backpack. So how would I have lost it? Because I don't go anywhere without the backpack, and you know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you lose your room key, all you have to do is go tell an RA, and they'll make sure you get a new one. It's really not that serious right. at all. You'll have a place to sleep, I promise. Yeah, they can also unlock the door for you and get you back into your room. And yeah. get this, you just pay the fee, and your new key appears. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not a, that serious. It's a simple process, really. <laughs> Truly. I can, I can see how that can be scary. I was... I don't know. Sometimes I just forgot my room key in my room and my roommate would lock the door. And I'd be like, please. No, there was one time my freshman year, I was in the room right next door to mine, mm-hmm. okay? And I had a class at 3.30, and it was 3 o'clock. So I'm going back to my room. 
mind you, my roommate, the first one, okay, mm-hmm. she had the same class right before I did. And I was like, I'm going next door to hang out with my friends. Don't lock the door. I don't have my backpack. And she was like, okay. <laughs> she leaves, goes to class. I go over to my room at like 3, 3, 10, whatever, mm-hmm. getting ready to walk to class. The door is locked. I go to my RA. She's not in her room. Okay, I go down to another RA that I knew. Not in his room. Okay, I go to... There was like three on a RA floor. number three? Yeah, so I go to the third one. And then I go to the fourth one. And then <laughs> I have to go upstairs. And I'm like just knocking on every RA's door. Finally, the last one that I was going to try before I was like, I'm just not going to class opens the door and I'm like in tears at this point and I was like my roommate locked me out and my class starts in 20 minutes and I have to be in that class can you please unlock my door and she was like yeah and I'm like telling her what happened she was like what happened so I tell her and I was like me and my roommate we don't get along and I told her not to lock the door before she left her class because I was right next door and my backpack was in the room and the backpack has my key and she left to go to class lock the door I go back to get my backpack to go to class and the door is locked, and then I just went to five other RAs, and you're the only one that opened the door, and I really just need to get into my room so I can get my backpack and go to class. And she was like, okay, yeah, no problem. Didn't charge me for the lockout, probably because I was in so much she distress. Saw, she saw the tears, and she's like, oh. Yeah. yeah she's yeah. suffering. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, what was the point of that? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Don't that be means- afraid to loom. <laughs> don't, don't be afraid to get locks out of your yes. room. I was also afraid of RAs my freshman year. I was like, they're out to get me. <laughs> they're patrolling the hallway. You better look out. I didn't even know what one was, what an RA was before I got here, if I'm being honest with you. I, I don't think I did either. I was like, they just live there and tell us what to do. They're, I don't like that. They're the adults here. <laughs> little, did I, little did I know. <laughs> okay, so now that Carly and I are decently into decently far into our degrees and programs we're going to talk about fears we have regarding the future or like our beginning with our programs specifically you're a education major i'm a criminal justice major for those of you who may have forgotten yes uh my fear was not getting into the program i don't know why also this was a fear that i had three weeks ago truly i did you tell them oh hey everybody i got accepted into my program Like, two weeks ago. Yay. And then everybody claps. Um, (laughs) Anyways, I was afraid I wasn't going to get into it, and I don't know why. The application was so simple. It didn't even have, like, my personal information. I didn't have to write an essay (laughs) or anything like that. I just signed a piece of paper that said I wouldn't act a fool. And that's all you have to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they accepted me. Also, you have to have a good GPA. And by good, I mean above a 2.5. So I have that one covered. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I forgot I didn't tell them. I'm surprised that wasn't in a brew. Yeah. I told my mom. That's really what counts. Truly. Exactly. Okay. Um, another fear that I have currently is not getting plays for student teaching. I had a friend that had this worry last semester because you're supposed to get placed sometime in the spring semester for your fall semester of your senior year. Anyways, he was like... I haven't been placed yet. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get placed. Didn't you already have your placement? That was for an internship. Okay. That's basically... Well, that was also a high school. and Well, that's not my major anymore. Okay. Um, I'll get placed. It's not going to be a big deal. But I'm going to worry about it until I get placed, which is 
quite a while from now, so I have time to worry about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, starting to take... Oh, this is the next one. Starting to take major pertaining classes and not liking my major. Meaning, I start taking specifically middle grades, middle grades education classes, and then I'm like, oh, I don't really like this. I'm stuck as a duck in the muck. Yeah. Okay, I can't go anywhere. And I am going to enjoy it. I know that I will, but I just get nervous. Mm-hmm. And then finally, starting to student teach, and then also get this, not liking it. I don't know why. I know I'm going to love it, and I really can't wait for those days, but I just like to be nervous and worry about things that are out of my control. Wow. We get along so well, based on that single fact. (laughs) Yes, we do. Kind of picking up where Carly left off, I love to worry about things that are out of my control and not pressing things at the moment, so I dwell on the future. So, a big concern of mine was, when coming into college, I was like, I need to choose a major that will ensure that I have a job after college. Non-negotiable. It doesn't matter if I like the classes, doesn't matter if I like what I'm learning. I need to choose a major that is going to ensure I have a job in the future. Four years down the road, didn't even know the person I was going to be right now as I'm speaking to you. But I started off with business administration and law, which, granted, is I am a big fan of the law part. Uh, business administration didn't need to know it. (laughs) (laughs) So I failed or I was going to fail a class. So I withdrew from it. And that's when I switched my major, like halfway through sophomore year. Um, which I, I, I think was good. I think was good. I started doing criminal justice classes and I realized like this has a lot to do with law and policy, which are, which is interesting to me. So I'm glad I made the switch, but everything you're doing right now doesn't necessarily have to set you up for the future. If it does, that's cool. But if it doesn't, it's not the end of the world, which is something I struggled to realize, which is not the best look for me. Yeah. I feel like regardless of your major, you're going to have some kind of job in the future. Truly. It doesn't matter if it even has to do with your degree. Exactly. A lot of people don't. You see a lot of people, like, you're a biomedical engineering major, and you're not doing anything with that after you graduate, because the field is, it's small, and, you know what I mean, like, it's not like a constant need for workers or employees or whatever. Yeah, we did good, though. Someone's always going to need a teacher, and someone's always going to need a lawyer. You're going to be a lawyer. I already know it. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I should get on the LSAT right now. You should. You're going to be something successful. I hope so. And someone's going to need you. (laughs) Let's pray. (laughs) (laughs) Another big fear I had was being out of place within my major. And I'm talking about the criminal justice... Well, actually, I'm talking about the both majors that I went through while in my time here. Business administration. There's a certain demographic of people who are business administration and law minors or majors. And I did not fit that demographic. And I was consistently in classes where I couldn't find anybody who was like me. Which, as I've mentioned, is not, is not the biggest factor in being in places. Uh, and I, my reason for wanting to be a business administration law major back then was I can show others, other kids who look like me, that, wow, I can be in that field too. I can be successful in that field too. Didn't work out. But I became a criminal justice major. And I was like... All of these people want to be cops. They're only doing college so they can eventually work their way up to investigator, a detective, FBI agent, whatever, quickly. But everyone has to start as a cop, usually. But that's also not true, because I had to find the classes that weren't so focused on the policing aspect of my criminal justice major, and were like focused on the policy and procedure, etc. So, uh, I'm not out of place. I found my place, and sometimes you have to do that. Heck yeah. 
Uh, and finally, not getting along with my professors. I'm not a very outgoing person. I know Carly told me a few weeks ago she like introduces herself to her professors. Yeah, after the first class, you the, go up and you say, hi, my name is... That's good. That's, that's like a good tone. One uh, of my professors... I'm sorry, this is so funny. I walk up to her. It's my communications professor. Uh, that probably doesn't mean much. But she's chill. And at one point, she mentioned that she likes podcasts. And I said, God, this is going to be such a great segue. I walk up. I say I put out my hand, even though some people don't like handshakes. She was fine, but I have to stop doing that because it is weird. Mm-hmm. But I said, my name is Carly McGuire. <laughs> and she was like, it's nice to meet you. And I said, I'd just like to formally introduce myself because, well, polite. you know, that's the right thing to do. And I was like, you said you like podcasts, right? And she said, yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I said, I have a suggestion. Is it okay if I plug my podcast to you? And she said, yeah. I said, Perfect. Me and my best friend Ray host a podcast. It's called Coffee and Cream. Coffee with a K. It's on Spotify <laughs> and Apple Podcast. And I think you would love it. I know you would love it. I, I love it. Yeah. And she <laughs> looked at me. <laughs> she was like, this individual is dumb. <laughs> that's that's how I felt getting the <laughs> look. <girl> stupid. <laughs> and I've seen stupid. <laughs> but I also, every time I tell people I have a podcast, that's kind of the look I give. They're just a little confused because I don't think they think I can do anything of note. Because I act a little goofy sometimes. A little daft. But (laughs) I might be a little daft. (laughs) But, um, anyways, if you are listening right now, thank you. I can't wait to be in your class and give a speech about uh, pet peeves. Perfect. My favorite hobby, actually. Okay, so next up, we are doing something new for Coffee and Cream. It's, uh... (laughs) It's because I didn't know how to make the outline long enough. <laughs> no, no, no. This episode is definitely long enough, but I feel like this will be fun regardless because our opinions are so fun. Um, <laughs> but you know how you're on like Reddit or the chains online and it's the A-I-T-A, and I'm not going to say it out because we don't cuss on this podcast. Am I the Am I the blank? Hole? Yeah. Uh, so I, I would argue we could change it to something like Am I the villain? Am A-I-T-V. I the villain? Yeah. With coffee and cream. Valid. But I found one on Reddit that I wanted to share, because it has to do with fears. Not specifically college fears, but it has to do with fears nonetheless, and I want to get Carly's input on this. So I'm going to read that out for you all now. So, I, 23 male, live at home with my parents and little brother, Luke, 16. Yes, I pay rent, some bills, and yes, I work. My parents wanted me to stay home while I go to college. Anyway, my brother Luke has this thing about the dark and closets. Basically, he still sleeps with the bathroom light on and won't go to sleep with the closet door open. Not even a crack. As a kid, he believed that there were monsters, which is normal, but Luke is 16 now. The bathroom light bothers me at night, even with my door closed. Anyway, a couple days ago, I decided to sit my brother down and talk to him about this. To break down the conversation, I told him that this fear was childish and it was time for him to grow up. There aren't monsters in the dark or in his closet. Luke got upset, saying that being in the dark gave him horrible nightmares. I told him again it was time to grow up, that no girl wants to... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that no girl wants to be with the guy who still sleeps with the nightlight or believes that there is something in his closet. He stormed off to his room. I told my parents what I did. My dad agrees with me, saying that it, that it is childish and silly that a 16-year-old needs a nightlight every night. My mom said to leave Luke alone and that he would grow out of it. When? When he's 20? <laughs> Sorry. You're 20? <laughs> Luke isn't talking to me, so am I the villain? Carly? I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. Okay. <laughs> solely because why if it's if it's affecting you, sure I guess it's an issue. But don't be mean to your siblings for something like that. If they're afraid of the dark, that's okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So, I'm, I'm going to start this by saying I'm afraid of the dark still, consistently. I don't think there's monsters or anything. I'm, it just makes you uneasy. But I feel like there is a lot of missing context from the post. Yeah. Like, when you sat him down, when you sat him down did you say, like, you're so stupid, get a grip? Did you insult his character? Right. Or did you, like, we need to talk about your fears and if they're, like, rational or not. Did you, like invalidate his feelings or did you try to understand it from his point of view that makes all the difference it does so you may be the villain you may be you may be moral of the story don't be mean to your siblings if they're scared of the dark maybe get them a nightlight i don't know just don't be i have nightlights in my room and you do you do but they're for more like ambiance lighting anyways we talked about this already we did um okay yep don't be a villain we've got that so that wraps up today's episode and though this may have been something that you wanted to hear before college, we're like three weeks deep at this point, mm-hmm. we hope you enjoyed it anyways. And if you're already a few years deep, I hope you enjoyed this look back onto your, your freshman year fears. The years of long past. And they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, thank you all for listening to this week's episode of Coffee and Cream. If you're enjoying it, please, please, please give us a follow on Instagram. If you recall, we have an Instagram now, Coffee Cream Podcast. Coffee spelled with K, of course. Yes. Um, share with your friends. Leave a rating and review on whatever you're listening to. Also, I forgot to mention this last episode, but <laughs> last episode was a custom intro episode. And it was. Truly. I hope you all like that. I have one for, like, Halloween, too. And a few other holidays that we'll get to later. But, you know. He's so proud of them. Tell him you love them. Truly. (laughs) That's all I have. (laughs) As always, thank you to our friends and families for their constant and continued support. Without them, we'd just be two losers sitting under my bed, recording ourselves speak. Again, who is this we? Because I would be doing things. You would be doing this. You're right. (laughs) Thank you for making sure that we're successful and not just two losers. (laughs) Under a lofted bed. Yes, of course. In Carly's room. (laughs) Alright, go ahead. As always, be safe, be smart, and conquer your fears. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.